We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Hi there and welcome to Rotowire's NBA DFS podcast for Friday, April the 7th. Hoops fans, I'm Paul Bruno and you know me from my work on hockey, baseball and football pods at Rotowire over the last few years. With the NBA season winding down, this will be our last of the NBA DFS pods before we go wall to wall with baseball beginning next week in our Monday to Friday DFS schedule. I want to invite you to follow me at Statsman22 and join me on this NBA FanDuel preview podcast as my co-host, Dan Bruno. Dan, remind our listeners one last time about your Twitter handle and where to find your good work on Rotowire's website. Well, on Twitter, it's at dbrunoofficial. That's D-B-R-U-N-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. And on rotowire.com, you can find my work on the NBA preview and recap section where I'm covering the games daily there. Very good. All right, let's get into the nine-game schedule tonight, Dan. There's some playoff implications in the East, I guess, but none in the West. We'll get into talk about the Western Conference a little later. But the nine games on tap begin with Atlanta visiting Cleveland, where the Cavs are an 11-point favorite, and the over-under is at 216 points for that 7.30 tip. Then the Heat visit Toronto, where the Raptors are a minus 6-point favorite, and the over-under is set at 206 for that 7.30 start. The Pistons visit Houston, and uh, the homestanding club there is a 12-point favorite and the over-under 227 points. They're expecting a high-scoring affair. I wonder if it has to do anything to do with the beard. We'll see. 8 o'clock start there. There's no line on the next game between New York and Memphis at 8 o'clock. And San Antonio is a 2.5-point favorite over Dallas with the over-under set at 190.5 points. What about the remaining four games, Dan? Yeah, you've got uh, the Pelicans visiting Denver at 9 o'clock. 
where the Nuggets are six-and-a-half-point favorite with an over-under of 229.5. Also at 9 p.m., you have the Timberwolves visiting Utah, where the Jazz are a nine-point favorite with an over-under of 200. 10 o'clock p.m., you have the Thunder visiting Phoenix to take on the Suns, where the Thunder are an eight-point favorite with an over-under of 227.5. And then last game of the night at 10.30, you have the Kings visiting Los Angeles to take on the Lakers, where the Lakers are a four-point favorite with an over-under of 216. All right, we're going to go ahead and do the position-by-position breakdown in a sec, but first of all, I want to give a nod to one of our sponsors that's been with us for the last few months, and that's pristineauction.com. That's spelled P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E, auction, A-U-C-T-I-O-N.com. They have a daily auction there, ending nightly with hundreds of lots available, tons of stuff for the man cave, Always something perfect for the fan of every team. If authenticity is important, don't worry about things. They guarantee authenticity and all items come with authentication from only the most trusted of sources. Affordability, also a concern. Most people don't think they can afford this stuff, but it is much more affordable than you think when you start looking. I'll spell that out. It's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E once again. And you know what? I'll go online now and I'll tell you some of the lots that are available there. They've got a Patrick Kane signed Blackhawks jersey, $131. Uh, You know, a jersey might cost just about that much by itself. Signed by one of the future Hall of Famers who's currently in NHL, great deal. If you're a little older like me and you look at uh, stuff around other sports, consider this. Jerry Rice autographed, signed 35 by 43 custom frame jersey, also only $125 for arguably the best pass catcher in the history of NFL football. And then for the soccer fanatics out there, listen to this. A Pele signed Team Brazil authentic 1970 World Cup Finals jersey where he beat the Italians. I remember remember seeing that in in the sports history books uh, by a 4-0 score to win the World Cup that year. That jersey selling for $162.75. I think those are all remarkable bargains. And I'll take a a harder look at them after we're done with this show, in fact. Uh, In in addition... uh, I want to note that it's free and easy to register, free and easy to bid, and you only pay when you win. And lastly, I'll encourage you, please, to do us a favor at Rotowire in the How Did You Hear About Us section of their website. Rotowire is in the drop down, and it would be great for you to give us a nod and tell them that we sent you. All right, Dan, let's go to the position by position breakdown. And as is always the case when OKC is playing, the first guy that we talk about is one Russell Westbrook, that triple-double machine, is priced at $13,500, a clear $5,000 more expensive than any other point guard tonight. Are you on him or not? Well, I don't think it's time we need to fade him off um, yet because I think uh, OKC is still has a chance to maybe, if, if they win the rest of their games and the Clippers lose a couple, they have a chance maybe to jump ahead in fifth place. They're only two two and a half games back from there right now. So uh, I have a feeling they might still be going for it, maybe trying to move up a little bit. And, and if Westbrook is going to play tonight, I think it's this is a game where he could really have a big, big night um, going up against Phoenix. So, I mean... Of course, I would say you don't really need him tonight just because of the big price difference and there's a lot of other guys on the board, but I don't think it would be a bad night to choose him either if you wanted to probably be a bit different. So you're saying there's a chance. Okay. I think there's a pretty good chance he goes off. All right, and then we go down to that $5,000 drop-off and we see guys like Kyrie Irving and Kyle Lowry who made a fantastic debut in his return from injury for the Raptors the other night. And let's take it down to Giroux Holiday at $7,500. So you got... 
five or six six guys in this range, Dan. Some pretty good name recognition, uh, star power there that might be worth a look. Yeah, well, I'm pretty interested in uh, Kyle Lowry because he had a great game in his first game back. He played 42 minutes, which is a heck of a lot of minutes. But uh, then he had a day off, and, and now he'll be coming back um, with that day of rest. And, and he had a lot of rest before that. So I think he... He wants to play a lot and get used to his new team. So last last time he came up with 50 FanDuel points. So that that's a great night for 8500 bucks. I think you might see something similar to that tonight. I think he's going to play a lot of the game and really try and be involved as much as he can. Last time he had 10 assists, and I think he's going to go for similar numbers uh, tonight. So 8500 bucks. I think Lowry's a great pick. Whereas I think even the guy on the other side of the ball, Dragic, might be another interesting pick tonight at point guard, seventy nine hundred bucks. But uh, that's a team that's still fighting for a last playoff spot, and they should be they should be playing like it. So I would expect Dragic's numbers to re- reflect that. Yeah, and I'm also a little bit concerned about Mike Conley. He suffered a bit of an eye injury recently and uh, didn't play, I guess, in the last game or was really limited. And and uh, really, the guy before that was on a, quite a streak. So uh, don't be fooled. Just make sure that he's healthy and, and really truly in the lineup tonight before you go and spend $8,100 here. If he is good to go, though, that's a great matchup against the Knicks. Uh, I, I always look at the also-ran teams. Teams are way out of it at the end of the season to say uh, and on the road do they really care are they mailing it in uh, the very the very high likelihood that they are so maybe this isn't the matchup to highlight in that regard but i'll just make that point as we go through the rest of the list uh, i'll be keeping an eye on those mismatches and uh, maybe pointing out a couple more names as we drop down a little bit lower dan let's take it from uh, danny schrader schroeder dennis schroeder down to uh, let's say fifty five fifty six hundred dollars where we see ish smith and I know he's been playing fairly well of late. Are you on any of these guys? Well, I was just looking at Shorter. I think he he might not be a bad pick tonight. Again, Atlanta, um, they're still not safe in the playoff race. They're only one and a half games ahead of the ninth place Heat, and Atlanta's sitting in fifth place. So Atlanta's another team that still really needs a win. Um, I know they're going up against Cleveland, but Schroeder is um, pretty much their engine there. And if they you know, have a chance against Cleveland, it's going to be because of this guy in a large part so he came up with 26 FanDuel points in his last game against Cleveland and um, I think he can go for a, a similarly good night tonight um, so I'm, I am kind of interested in Schroeder maybe if I'm not spending more than this on my point guard um, and uh, as far as Ish Smith goes um, Detroit's really been struggling so I don't know it's hard to trust them on a game like this. I think they'll probably get blown out by Houston. But the problem is their backup point guard at this point is uh, Beno Udre. So, I mean, for 5600 bucks, Ish is going to be the starting point guard and hope he should be able to get you 20, 25 FanDuel points. But at the same time, I think this could be a quick blowout and you might see more of Beno Udre. And it's worth noting here in this range, there's three guys with injury notes. Of course, Derek Rose out for the season. Everybody knows that with a knee injury. But... Game time calls are, are linked to D'Angelo Russell with a knee injury and George Hill with a groin. So be sure before you pull the trigger on either of those guys that they're good to go as you look at our roster updates later in the day. Dan, there's another injury note at the top of the next range, and that's Jordan Clarkson game time call with a knee injury for the Lakers against Sacramento. What about him and or some of the other guys in, the, in this range and on down to bargain country? Well, I mean, Tyler Johnson is another guy on Miami there who's really going to be scrapping for for everything they can get. Um, 
5500 bucks is is a pretty decent price i mean his fanduel production's been a bit lower than where you would want it lately you would want probably around 25 to 30 from this guy um last game he came up with 18 the game before that 26 but then down around the low 20s 21 22 so but i mean i think he he might have a, a solid game tonight um he'll be playing against the raptors most likely second unit um so that should be to his advantage i don't think he'll draw either pj tucker or damari carroll on the fence so that should be good for him a guy i would not really go for is Corey joseph who's 5300 bucks whose role is going to be quite diminished with uh, kyle lowry in in place but then another guy who could be an interesting pick here for a starting point guard um although he did miss his last game darren collison that was for rest uh, there's no note on him resting tonight 5500 bucks for Darren Collison going up against the Lakers, especially if the Lakers are missing some of their starting PGs. Um, that could give Collison a chance to show off. And I'm going to add the name of Ty Lawson. He went off for almost 40 points a couple of games ago. He got sat. He was sat on Tuesday for a rest, so I think he could be back and, and healthy, good to go, obviously, against the Lakers. That could be a shootout. Uh, neither one of these teams really primed defensively, so uh, look for Lawson maybe to outscore his annual average of 20 points per game in that one. In this range, it's also worth noting Jameer Nelson for Denver is a game-time call with a calf injury. So another injury note to keep an eye on there. Dan, let's move over to the two position. At the top of the board there, we see James Harden, 12,100 points. Uh, is he a player fade against uh, Detroit? Well, Harden tonight against Detroit, uh, he's, he's a fade for me. Um, I'd, I'd rather go with Westbrook than Harden. I feel like um, Harden's downplayed his wrist injury and it's affected him a bit. I mean, his last game, he only shot 6 for 19. Um, so, I mean, that that's not great. He he came up with 58 FanDuel points, but again, not on the greatest shooting. And uh, I had been noticing his trend was not very good with his shooting maybe a couple games back and for about a stretch of five games. Um, so I think he, he's not quite up to where he he wants to be maybe at 100%. And if there's a, a game that should be a quick and easy one for Houston, I would say it's going to be this one at home against Detroit. Um, I think Harden may, may not play um, as much as he has other nights tonight. Okay, Dan, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that call too. Uh, next up in this list, we're going to go up to from $8,900, DeMar DeRozan, down to 6100 where Will Barton is a game-time call with a foot injury. DeRozan kind of took a backseat to Lowry in the in uh, the shooting the point guards return the other night but this is one of the more dynamic backcourts in the in the league and we tout them a lot here uh, in this corner i think this is going to be a tough matchup for DeRozan uh, to go into the lane because of the big guy at center for miami uh, he might limit that and maybe uh, DeRozan will have to lean on the outside game which is he's very proficient at that uh, anyway but but uh, i think that the raptors are going to distribute the ball a little bit better with with their full lineup now and i i expect it to be spread around i don't expect they're going to lean on DeRozan for a 50, 50 point night here in terms of fan to play on down below him we got mr 70 point devin booker and a couple other names dan that you might want to talk about well i i just would mention that with DeRozan, uh two recent games against miami in the one back on uh, March 11th, he came up with 24 FanDuel points, but back on March 23rd, more recently, he came up with 52 FanDuel uh-huh. points. So for 8900 bucks, I think DeMar DeRozan might be a decent pick um, out of the top-tier shooting guards here tonight. 
I would probably take him over Harden or Booker. Um, I don't really see Booker going off against OKC. I think OKC's got a couple decent individual defenders that will look to to close him down. I mean, unless the game gets out of hand. So I I, I do like DeRozan tonight. I think uh, the Raptors let things get away from them in their last game too much, and I think DeRozan will be one of the guys to to make sure he stays on it the whole game here tonight. All right. Well, we'll see if maybe we'll put a loony on this one, Dan. We'll yeah. See how it goes, and then on down in the five thousands, we got about. Uh, half a dozen guys, five or six guys there. A couple of guys with injury notes. Tim Hardaway with a knee and Seth Curry with a shoulder. Both are game time calls. What say you about them or maybe a guy like Victor Oladipo? Well, I was just going to mention, I think Victor Oladipo might be a really good pick tonight against Phoenix. Um, because, again, OKC is still fighting a little bit. They they can still move up a spot in the standings, which might be helpful for them. And uh, also, Phoenix is, is a team that's going to scrap too. So, I think Oladipo will be needed and could come up with a good game. He's got top 30 FanDuel points in two of his last three games for 5800 bucks. I think that's a pretty good pick. Um, another guy who who could be an interesting pick too tonight is Gary Harris. Um, 6200 bucks. I know he's a bit more, but he's coming off 41 FanDuel points in the game before last, which was actually against the same opponent, against New Orleans, and then 24 FanDuel points in his last game at Houston. So, I mean, he came up with a big game in his last one against New Orleans, and here they are taking them, facing them at home now. So I think Gary Harris is also another good look. And I wonder if Tyreek Evans might be worth a play. I noticed that he started his last time out. If he gets another start, maybe that means he's in line for a good run against the uh, low-hanging fruit that is the Los Angeles Lakers. So I'll point that out. And uh, on down into bargain country here, Dan, Josh Richardson is the highest-priced guy at $4,900. Are you looking at him or anybody else? in the depths of this range well some interesting picks from down here uh, i think would be david nwaba from uh, the lakers uh, especially if clarkson and russell are going to be out or injured in any way this guy will probably get some extra minutes and some extra looks and he's been uh, impressing people in los angeles lately 21 FanDuel points in his last game then a real quiet one before that five but then in the game before that 30 FanDuel points so he's a bit up and down but i think the way things are leaning tonight, tonight might be a good bet for him too. And then another real value pick might be Jordan Crawford for thirty six hundred bucks. Um, with New Orleans kind of out of the race now at this point, uh, I think that maybe this guy gets a few extra ru- minutes of run and and a bit more of a, a green light on on his shot type of thing. And and I think it could be a good opportunity for um, Jordan Crawford as well. Well, I'll also point out Wesley Matthews. Uh, He's uh, a guy who got, was sat a couple of games ago to get a rest. He's against San Antonio, but he's played upwards of 30 to 35 minutes in uh, eight of his last nine starts. So if he's getting that kind of a run, he could be uh, easily outpace his uh, fan duel average of 23.5 points per game, which is pretty solid in its own right. So for $4,600, even though it's against a visiting San Antonio club, uh, this might be an interesting play. That's kind of a contrarian or good tournament type deal. Let's go to the top of the board and the small forwards, Dan. LeBron James really showed uh, who he was in the last game against Boston. He's priced at $10,900, and uh, he says regular season games don't get him too excited, but I think he was for that uh, important tilt to send a very loud message that he's there and he's ready. Is he ready tonight to have another big game for you? Well, yeah, I I do like LeBron here too, Um, especially with Kawhi Leonard out for rest. Uh, which is the next guy on the board that leaves you LeBron and then down to Gordon Hayward. So, I mean, uh, 
I, I do like LeBron to build around maybe even more than Westbrook just because uh, there's a little bit more selection with other point guards, whereas LeBron at small forward, um, if you don't go with him, it's a little bit tougher to figure out who might get you those big points. So I do like LeBron, um, and I do think as long as he's playing, I think he is. He's They had a, a nice couple days rest since their last game, and he's on quite a streak with his FanDuel points, uh, 58, 47, 79, 51, and 50 in his last five games. So some big numbers from him. And I think it's going to stay consistent for another game or two. Um, they probably Cleveland probably does want that number one seed, and a, a, about another win could probably help seal after them. So I think they go for it tonight, um, and and uh, they're at home. So I think it would be it will be easy for them. All right, you mentioned Kawhi Leonard. He'd be, he's out tonight. He'd be rested. It looks like is the note that we show. So in, in fact, it is Gordon Hayward. Next up at 7,800. Let's take a look at him and all the way down to TJ Warren at 6,400. Dan, there's six names in this range, and I think you're going to need one of them at least. Yeah, well, I think uh, I think it could be a decent night for Hayward. I mean, his last contest against Minnesota, only 26 FanDuel points. Um, but the Timberwolves probably are missing a bit of that edge that they had in the last contest now that they're certainly eliminated from playoffs and uh this one's in utah too so i think the edge goes to gordon hayward here if you're picking him or wiggins i would stay away from wiggins going up against utah's defense um so i like hayward there and then other than that maybe one of the guys from uh, denver here gallinari or chandler i think those are kind of interesting picks too because denver's still fighting they still have a chance to make the playoffs so they're playing hard um it's in denver it's a high scoring team gallinari's uh, topped 30 FanDuel points in his last three contests with 38 and 39 in two of those. Whereas Wilson Chandler um, has also been playing pretty well. 20 FanDuel points in his last game, 28 and then 36. So both Gallinari and Chandler have been playing pretty well lately. And I think in this one at home against New Orleans, um, they both have a good game, I think. Yeah, I think I'm looking at Gallinari. He's got the shooting eye going of late, as you pointed out, and he's the guy that I would heartily recommend in this grouping. Let's take it down to the 5,000s, Dan. We've got Trevor Arisa at $5,800, and there's only three guys here, so maybe you could spend a little moment to talk about Harrison Barnes, Marcus Morris, and Trevor Arisa. Yeah, well, Harrison Barnes actually might be an interesting pick tonight with Kawhi Leonard out. Maybe Barnes uh, has a bit more room to operate um, as they they host San Antonio. So I know the, the Mavs would probably still love to get another win at home. 5200 bucks. I like Harrison Barnes for sure. And uh, the guy I like here is Marcus Morris. He's been good to me in FanDuel play all season long. So whenever I've been fortunate enough to put him in, he's played well. He's got a couple of 20s on his ledger, but also has a 43-point effort three games ago against Brooklyn. And uh, he's a guy that, that was rested a little bit against Toronto. So I think he gets more minutes tonight uh, in this matchup. So maybe a guy that I'm on. And bargain country, Dan. Brandon Ingram's the next guy on the list at $4,600 a game time call with a knee, so we might fade him. But what about a guy like Kent Bazemore or anybody else below here that might catch your eye? Well, some bargain picks that I, uh, I stand out to me are Kyle Anderson of San Antonio, $3,600. Um, with Leonard out, this guy's probably going to be starting here. And, I mean, 3600 bucks. he's a pretty dynamic player. 28 minutes in his last game, 22 FanDuel points. Pretty good for points and rebounds. He should get a couple of assists, stealing a block too. So I like Kyle Anderson. The other guy I like um, here in this range is Corey Brewer. 
Um, especially if there's a couple uh, guys sitting out for the Lakers. Brewer's one of the few guys they have left and uh, is a veteran, so he's going to go out there and play um, steadily. He's top 10 FanDuel points in, in his last seven games straight um, with a max of uh, 16 in, in twice in those seven games. So, I mean, for 3500 bucks, he looks like a good bet for at least 15 or 16 FanDuel points, I would say. And I'm going to add the name P.J. Tucker, Dan. This guy is uh, a wily veteran who was back in Toronto for a second tour of duty. And the, the Raptors, now that Lowry is back, are going to try and reestablish their rotation. He's going to get a lot of minutes in the second unit, but also some time in the first. And he's played upwards of 25 minutes in three of his last four appearances. So I think he's got plenty of floor time to do some damage. He's also a guy that, that is a rebound machine. So uh, when he's on the floor, he's not only shooting, but he's also collecting the boards. And uh, he's good for steals keeps the turnovers to a minimum too so uh, i think it's a safe bet if you're looking for a guy just to fill out your roster you could do worse than find a pj tucker and pen almost pen him in for 20 plus points in this this contest at the power forward position we got anthony davis topping the board tonight dan and also nikola Jokic. so two guys in the premium category here uh, as opposed to one in each of the others do one or the other of these guys make any sense to you tonight I'm not too big on either of them. Jokic, obviously, because he's going up against Cousins and Davis. It's a tough matchup for him. And uh, Davis, I'm not really on because, I mean, he seems to me like a bit of a fragile player. And uh, at this point in the season, I don't think he's going to go um, that extra mile or, or the coaches are going to push him very hard. Um, they, they probably just want to preserve him at this point because, uh, like I said, he, he, he almost gets a bump or a bruise every time he hits the floor. So... I mean, I think at this point in the season, I, I wouldn't be looking for Anthony Davis in my lineup um, probably for the rest of the regular season. So I'm not on either of them. Yeah, it makes sense. They kind of almost cancel each other out, don't they, in, in a certain yeah. regard at this range. Maybe we go and find a little more uh, appropriate pick in the next guy up, and that's Kevin Love at $7,600. He's been really consistent in his last four, four starts with Cleveland. They got a tough matchup at home against Atlanta tonight, and he will be opposed by Paul Millsap, perhaps Atlanta's signature player. So apart from uh, the center, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what that matchup looks like to you in a sec. Uh, before I do want to point out that Kristaps Porzingis is out with a back injury. Lamarcus Aldridge will be rested tonight, as Pop rests a couple of his big names over there in San Antonio. What say you about this group down to six thousand? Uh, let's say six thousand three hundred dollars. Willie Cauley Stein. Well, Paul Millsap is. He only has played two games since returning from injury, but. Only 29 minutes in his last game, and he came up with 47 FanDuel points, and that was against Boston. So I think Paul Millsap, I would take him over Kevin Love here, plus you get to save 300 bucks. I think Millsap is going to look look to have a big game tonight. I think a few of the Atlanta players are going to really try and bring their all. I don't necessarily think they might win the game, but uh, I think Millsap might accumulate some pretty good stats there, so I, I'd be interested in that pick. Um, another guy who might be Another couple guys here who are pretty interesting uh, are Julius Randle and James Johnson. I mean, Julius Randle going up against Sacramento, um, of course, not a great defense. Randle's been pretty mediocre lately with 24, 34, 24, 28 Fanduel points. But the thing about him is just about any time he can go off for a nice 40, and especially if uh, Clarkson and Russell are going to be out of the lineup, I think Randle will get a lot more touches and he'll be pretty much option number one so i think he could have a great night there and uh james johnson too i mean 
a bit pricey, but again, $6,400. This guy's pretty good for at least 20 FanDuel points almost every night, but also has the potential to get up to the high 30s. He's coming off a 37 FanDuel point game in his last one, and uh, I think coming back to Toronto, this one could be a good one for him, especially with how much his team has on the line. Yeah, you know what? I'll refer back to DeMar DeRozan, who credits James Johnson for making him a better player. These guys went toe-to-toe at practice every day while James Johnson was a a Raptor, and you can bet that he's fired up to try and and put the clamps on uh, one of the Raptors' signature players, and he's going to be primed for a big offensive night as well, so I really like that pick at $6,400. If Miami does uh, have a big game, Johnson will be at the center of it, in my opinion. What about in the sub-6,000 uh, grouping, Dan? There's a whole mitt full of names that take us down to Sergi Baca at $5,300. Well, I mean, Baca hasn't been playing too great lately, um, and I think this is a tough matchup for him too, so I'm not looking at him. Um, some guys who are more interesting here might be Ennis Cantor going up against Phoenix. Uh, maybe Cantor gets a few extra minutes, and, and regardless, even if he plays his normal 20 minutes a game, I think he should really be able to get some work done there against uh, the young Phoenix team. So definitely I, I like Cantor there. And, and maybe another interesting pick might be Zach Randolph against the Knicks with the Knicks basically transparent front court. Zach Randolph should be able to do what he has to do. And he's got two 40-point fan duel nights in his last four games. So I like Randolph, too. In this range, Dan, I like Dirk Nowitzki big because uh, San Antonio's uh, letting a couple of their signature players sleep tonight, apparently. So I think Dirk uh, has a chance to go off and have a big offensive night uh, at home against the Spurs. $5,900, the price tag there. Dirk was rested a couple of games ago, so I'm not really worried about his minutes being restricted in any way, unless this turns into a blowout, and if it does, he'll have accumulated enough points to make it worth your while. Let's go down to the sub-5,000 range, Dan. Ur- Urseli Ilyasova at 5,000 actually will include him. Derek Favors, a game-time call, also at five grand, uh, with a knee injury there. Uh, what about these guys or anybody below them that might catch your eye? Well, Ilyasova might be getting the start. I think if he does, that could be uh, could be an interesting pick there. But I think at the end of the day, Paul Millsap will end up playing more of the minutes in that game. So just be aware of that. Even if Ilyasova start starting, he might get out overplayed by um, Paul Millsap. The other one pick I like here um, is John Lohr, 3800 bucks. I know I think Detroit is probably going to get blown out, but I think uh, John Lohr, will be one of the guys who's, who gets to stay on the court for most of the game if it does go wrong. And um, and, and even if it is a, a good game, he still averages around 20 FanDuel points a game. So for 3800 bucks, I think tonight might be a good night for John Lohr. And another guy who I really like tonight actually is um, Jermichael Green for uh, Memphis. Green comes in really cheap here at 3600 bucks, going up against New York, which is... Uh, pretty soft front court at this point um so i mean 3600 bucks for this guy jermichael green rebounding machine i know he's been quiet in his last two games only only uh a total of 10 fan duel points between his last two games after missing three straight uh, i guess with injury there but before that he's right up around an average of 20 fan duel points a game and can go off for more than that so i think tonight against New York might be a, a real opportunity for him to have a great game and, and you get him at a super bargain price for three thirty six hundred bucks. Uh, one guy that I'm going to fade in this group, you know, look at uh, 
name recognition. Kenneth Fareed, his name jumps out at me when you look at the average production, but he's coming back from a couple of so-so starts uh, dealing with back issues. He's going to get some minutes, but I think they're going to limit him tonight, so don't expect him to be a big producer. But I might look, look, look at another veteran uh, in Taj Gibson at OKC. He's been getting some minutes of late, and for $4,000, he could get you around 20 po the point. 20-point mark as he has in his last two appearances. He's gotten over an illness last weekend and looks to show no ill effects in, in this most recent little surge there. At the center position, Dan, we'll go to the top of the board and we see two guys. One guy is a game-time call with a game uh, Achilles injury, and that's DeMarcus Cousins at 10100 For $100 more, you get a healthy Carl Anthony Towns. Are you on either of these guys tonight? Um, no, not really, because Towns... Town's tough matchup against Utah, and again, Minnesota doesn't have anything left to play for, really, other than just fun or stats, or because they have to. So, I mean, uh, I think it's a tough, tough position for Towns to be in. I think he's still going to bring it, not to say that he's not going to compete, but Utah's a tough place to play, and I, I don't need him to be my main $10,000 guy tonight. And same with Cousins. If he's not 100%, um, I don't want to take him not in Denver, not against the Denver team that's really fighting for everything tonight. So I'm not taking either of those guys tonight. Yeah, and I guess one of the reasons why I agree with you is because of the next name on the list, and that's Rudy Gobert, kind of offsetting the value of Carl Anthony Towns. So in those cases, I fade both guys in that matchup uh, as well. So I'm going down below the top three, but you're free to comment on Gobert or anybody else down to the 7,200 range where we see Andre, Andre Drummond. Well, I, I do like Gobert. He's got he's got a great streak going. Uh, top fifty Fanduel points in in just about half of his last like ten games or so, or eight games. Or so. so he's he's playing great. Right, getting up around fifty Fanduel points quite often. Doing a great job with rebounds and scoring. And uh, I think this could be a good game for him for nine thousand one hundred dollars. Uh, I don't think he'll be disappointed if you picked him. Uh, another guy though. Again, you got Hassan Whiteside here. I think he he can have a great game. His team's really fighting, and he's right at the center of that. Uh, topping 30 Fanduel points, just about as far down as you can look in his game history here, with, with a bunch of 50s mixed in there and some 40s. So for 8,500 bucks, he might even be a better pick than White uh, than uh, Gobert. Um, another guy who I think could have a, a pretty solid game tonight might be Nerlens Noel. I'm jumping a bit down here. Okay, before I say Noel then, because I know you get there, maybe Dwight Howard could have a solid game tonight. I know it's against Cleveland, but um, again, this is a guy who might who might uh, wake up to play to play LeBron type of thing if, if he gets a excited for the matchup, you know what I mean? So his last game against Cleveland, 35 Fanduel points, pretty good for 7500 bucks. So I think Dwight Howard tonight again might, um, might be uh, awakened. Actually... Now I'm looking again. Now I've talked about everybody almost, but Mark Gasol going up against yeah, New York. I was going to bring him up, Dan. That's yeah. So so why don't you then? Yeah, Mark Gasol. He has this a real soft matchup against the Knicks tonight, and and uh, pros pro he'll he'll show up when maybe the visitors don't. This is another case, like I said about 10 minutes ago, where this is an also-ran club on the road, and uh, this guy will pro he provides a tough matchup for almost anybody that he faces on a nightly basis. But tonight has a big advantage against the visitors from, from Broadway. So I look for him as a, one of the highlights in this range, but I'm really on Hassan Whiteside. Like you said, you go back as far as you, as you look in the, the game logs, and it seems like you can pencil this guy in for at least 30 to 40 points. And so I think that's 
one of the better value plays tonight at this at this level anyway. Uh, I know Valanchunas will give him a tough time, but Whiteside owns the boards most nights, and, and I think Miami really needs this game. The Raptors not so much, so we'll see how that plays out. Dan, let's go down to this 5,700 range. There's a $1,500 drop from Drummond to Nerland Noel. I know you want to talk about him. Paul Gasol is getting a rest for San Antonio. Boy, who's playing for San Antonio? All the, guy, all the big guns are arresting, so maybe we should be on a lot more Dallas guys in addition to Dirk. But uh, take us down there into the 5,000 range, Dan, and tell us who you think might well, be good here. Well, is expected to, is expected to get the start tonight. Um, he's been uh, playing around 20 two to 24 minutes a game over his last four or five games. Um, nothing crazy in the FanDuel point column. 31 in his game before last, 18 before that and 20, and then he's coming off a 12-point FanDuel game in his last game, but that was against the Clippers. Tonight he's playing, he's hosting San Antonio, um, who's not playing Pau Gasol. Um, they're not playing LaMarcus Aldridge, so those are their two biggest guys. So it's going to be Nerlens Noel up against Dwayne Dedman, um, and really, by the looks of it, Joel Anthony even maybe. So I think Nerlens Noel has a really great yeah. opportunity tonight to, to have a very solid night. And like you said, maybe a couple more guys from Dallas, like, like I mentioned Harrison Barnes before. I think Barnes might really decide to take advantage of this one himself. So Noel, I think, is a, is a great pick at center if you don't want to spend big money, 5700 bucks. And I mentioned the matchup against the Raptors, so that means today, uh, tonight I'm fading Valanchunas. He, he'll give it his all, but I don't think he gets a lot of minutes in this one. They'll kind of spread it around and maybe do a hack a, hack a center uh, on the opposite end of the floor. So uh, it might be, might be impacting on Valanchunas' minutes here. But I love the call on the Dallas player, Noel. I think that's one of those screaming hot values, as I like to say, on the board tonight. Dan, let's go into the sub-5,000 range where we see Tristan Thompson out with a thumb injury. Stephen Adams, though, healthy at $4,700. Might be a really good pick here tonight for OKC in Phoenix. What about him or anybody else down here? Um, Yeah, well, tough. If uh, Tristan Thompson's going to be out, maybe that that gives a bit more reason to look at Dwight Howard even um, just going back a step. Just looking, it looks like uh, Cleveland is expected to start Channing Fry and then Kevin Love at center. So well, that might be beneficial to uh, Dwight Howard there. I'll just mention that. Um, then, then looking ahead to to a real value pick on the center menu, I think the only one that stands out to me is Dwayne Dedman of San Antonio, thirty five hundred bucks. Um, most of his team is sitting this one out, so he should play most of the game, and that should translate into a bunch of rebounds for this guy. Um, Averaging 15 FanDuel points a game, but I think he tops that tonight for 3500 bucks. All right, Dan, these are some of the names that we threw out. Now I want you to give us a look at what the Rotowire op- lineup optimizer suggests for tonight's nine-game slate. Okay, just let me pull it up here. While I'm waiting for it to come up, I can just mention a couple of my favorite picks tonight. Again, have to be Harrison Barnes. Um, I think... Um, Paul Millsap, Dwight Howard could have an interesting night. I think LeBron is going to be great tonight. Nerlens Noel is a guy that makes Oh, yeah, Noel, too. sorry. That's, that was one of my main guys. I think Oladipo might have a nice night tonight. And just from the point guards, who did I really like? I think Lowry might be, your, be a very interesting pick at point guard. So we'll see how many of those guys Optimizer has. Optimizer gives us Westbrook, Eulis at point guard, Tyler Eulis of Phoenix. I mean, I think that's a tough matchup for him going up against Westbrook. But I mean, sixty-two hundred bucks too for Ulysses. I'm not big on that pick. 
Um, then Jordan Crawford and Tim Frazier at shooting guard. I like Jordan Crawford there. Tim Frazier, um, not not as sure about that. Kyle Anderson and Jonathan Simmons at small forward. Um, those are two guys from San Antonio who are filling in. They both are expected to get the starts, so both good picks. Um, Anthony Davis and Kenneth Fareed at the power forward position. I know you mentioned you're not big on Fareed here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and I'm not big on him or Davis, really, so I think I would shuffle things there. And then DeMarcus Cousins at the center, who I'm not so big on. So just maybe the way I would switch that around is maybe get Noel in at center. And then uh, you can look at maybe Kevin Love, Paul Millsap type of thing, or even Julius Randle at power forward. Even, like I said, Ennis Cantor is a nice pick. Uh, if you want to go with Channing Fry, who Cleveland's subbing in, that's interesting as well. And then that might give you the power to maybe take take out either one of Anderson or Simmons for, for a guy like LeBron. Um, and then maybe you could save some money on Westbrook. So I, I would switch this lineup up quite a bit, but the yeah. optimizers is doing purely the numbers. It's still good to have a human element there, of course. All right, then. And that's a good reminder for us to tell our listeners please check back with rotowire starting lineups because it's really in a state of flux in the last week of the season go to the nba tab and have a look periodically but right up to the tip off we do lineup sweeps and checks all day long at rotowire so you can make sure your players are good to go in daily games right up to tip off before we go on i want to remind our listeners on behalf of our friends at fanduel that baseball fans the wait is over baseball is back which means FanDuel is back and it's better than ever FanDuel where fantasy baseball is there for everyday fans there's new contests starting every day no busted seasons just pick a contest choose your team and compete against other fans new this year there's an upgraded experience and I hope that they do this in other sports there's late swap contests you can edit your players right up to the start of time of their individual games i hope they do this in other sports as i say going forward no more worrying about a late lineup scratch or a sudden storm non-late swap contests are still available too updated scoring yeah they've included quality starts as a stat that's tracked so your pitchers will have even more control over their own performance they have a friends mode too where you can create a league for your friends choose the days you play each week where contests will be created automatically Plus, there's a leaderboard which will keep track of how you stack up against each other. Dan, I've loved uh, the FanDuel baseball experience. As you know, I've played it for a couple of years. And I love the fact that there's so many different things you can look at. The individual player matchups. And uh, really, you've got to get the right pitcher, though. If you don't, you're, you're sunk pretty much. And I like the fact that they've added a quality start component, making them even more valuable. And I'll remind our, all our listeners, have all the fantasy that baseball has to offer. FanDuel, where you can be sports rich. Sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com slash RW. There's a special offer for new users. Deposit today and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription plus five free entries. That's up to $50 in value to try a variety of sports on FanDuel. That's FanDuel.com slash RW. Dan, this is our last week for NBA pods at Rotowire in the DFS uh, segment as we give way to five days of MLB DFS starting next week. So let's take a look at the playoff picture in the West after looking at it in the East earlier this week. Uh, at the top of the ladder, of course, Golden State and San Antonio clearly lead the pack. All eight playoff spots are decided. But looking at the seeds that are in the five to eight slot, do you see any of them capable of putting, pulling off an upset? Um, yes, I do. The most likely one I actually see as potential for an upset would be the eighth place. I think if Portland gets in um, and they get Nurkic back, 
I think they could be a lot of trouble for uh, Golden State. Wow. I mean, it's going to be different. Golden State, mind you, I'm thinking of Golden State without Durant, as they have been for quite a while. Once they get Durant, that might be quite a different story, and it might they might be pretty much impossible to beat. Um, but uh, I really think Portland can be a very, very good team uh, and, and is going to play really hard in the playoffs. And especially, again, if they have Nurkic in there, that's that's quite a dimension to the game that not every team can compete with um, if he's playing at the top of the game. He's a real top quality, shown to be a top quality big man there. So that could be pretty disturbing. And then plus they're two great guards. I think Portland could be a very, Portland Golden State could be uh, one of the best matchups of the first round, I think. Uh, again, Memphis against San Antonio. I think San Antonio is going to take that no problem, but uh, Memphis could could surprise you. Um, I don't think OKC has a chance to beat Houston. Uh, I really don't there. Um, and and same with uh, the Clippers and Utah. I could see the Jazz. The Jazz are pretty inexperienced relative to the Clippers in the playoffs. Clippers have about four straight years with the same group of the playoffs, but I mean they've been exiting early each one of those years. Um, so I, I think the the Jazz should beat the Clippers, but I mean the Clippers may may steal it just because of uh, if the Jazz are just not poised to go. Yeah, it could be a case where your playoff uh, hardened team really knows the score and and how to what to do. Maybe it's a case where that experience just makes it an easier tilt than than a typical four or five matchup might normally be. Dan, if all teams go forward after the first round, can Houston upset one of the Giants? Um, tough, tough call. I, I think they they could. It's more so San Antonio. I think they could maybe uh, surprise just because of their scoring power. The problem of going against Golden State is they can score just as well, just as quickly. So I think Houston has a better chance of upsetting San Antonio if it came down to it. But uh, I still think Golden State is probably gonna if they get out of the first round, they'll probably uh, get to the finals here. And uh, finally, who reps the West in the NBA Finals for you? I, I'm thinking it's got to be one of Golden State or San Antonio, and I'm going to go with Golden State just because they have all that star power. But, geez, you don't discount the effect of Popovich as the best coach maybe in any sport. Yeah, I mean, once you get into a playoff series, things are a little bit different. They get a little tougher, and the matchup should get pretty tight, especially if you have a good coach. You should be able to focus in on some stuff there. So I definitely think uh, there's potential for an, another team to come out but I, I do think it's going to be the Warriors especially with Durant um, but again that could be interesting to see how, how that dynamic works adding Durant the superstar into that mix in, in crunch time playoff games we saw them with a few arguments mid-season about you know last shots and executions late in games and you never know if that kind of stuff really doesn't if that kind of stuff kind of makes waves in the playoffs that could be really ugly and that could lead to their demise too but I mean, uh, I, I think uh, I'm going to have to go with the majority most likely here and just say it's going to be Golden State Cleveland. Although I would love to see San Antonio make it. That's one team that I love. Uh, I would love much. it too. But. Yeah, yeah. Any case, a fine way for us to end it. We had a great time this year uh, talking basketball. So there you go, everybody. Have a look at FanDuel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options. We hope we've given you some good ideas for tonight's games. For Dan Bruno, who you can follow at official. I'm Paul Bruno reminding you to follow me at Statsman22. Good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from Rotowire.
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.